Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be discussing the ongoing worldwide persecution of Christians. This past Sunday on April 21st, as many people are talking about, there was a series of deadly terror attacks in Sri Lanka. As CNN reports, quote, the Sri Lankan government has admitted it failed to act on multiple warnings before a coordinated series of attacks ripped through churches and hotels on Easter Sunday, and said it feared an international terror group might have been behind the atrocities. A government spokesman revealed that warnings were received in the days before the attacks, which killed 290 people and injured at least 500 more, including from foreign intelligence services. The spokesman said one of the warnings referred to nations Thawad Jaman, a little-known local Islamist group which has previously defaced Buddhist statues. But he also said he did not believe a local group could have acted alone. There must be a wider international network behind it, he said. A U.S. official directly familiar with the U.S. initial intelligence assessment said the group responsible for the attacks was likely to have been inspired by ISIS. No group has yet claimed responsibility. 290 people dead, with over 500 more injured, is obviously a heartbreakingly large body count. But what makes this terrorist attack even more egregious is that it targeted Christian churches on Easter Sunday. And for those of you who don't know, this past weekend did bring us Good Friday and Easter Sunday, arguably the two most important days in the Christian religion. Although from a commercial and secular standpoint, Christmas is undoubtedly more talked about and more celebrated than Good Friday or Easter, from a doctrinal standpoint, Christianity isn't just about believing that Christ was born, which is what we celebrate on Christmas. It's really about, and what the central message of the gospel is, Christ dying for for our sins on the cross, the atonement, and his resurrection, which are marked by Good Friday and Easter Sunday, respectively. So the fact that this egregious attack didn't just target Christians in their churches, but also did so on the most holy day of the year, should be seen as an attack not just on these poor individual people, but also Christianity as a whole. And as sad and horrible as this attack was, what more people need to understand and what not enough people are talking about is how, unfortunately, it was not unique. You see, across the globe, Christians are the most persecuted religious group. More Christians die for their beliefs than any other religion. As Fox News reported in 2017, quote, Christians continue to be the most persecuted group across the globe in 2016, according to a study. The upcoming report from Italian-based Center for Studies on New Religions determined that 90,000 Christians were killed for their beliefs worldwide last year, and nearly a third were at the hands of Islamic extremists like ISIS. Others were killed by state and non-state persecution, including in places like North Korea. U.S. policy has not had a strategy for specifically addressing the persecution of Christians. Ryan Morrow, national security analyst for the Clarion Project, told Fox News. For example, very few people are even aware that Iraqi Christians began organizing to defend themselves and needed our help. The study also found that as many as 600 million Christians were prevented from practicing their faith in 2016. The findings continue a disturbing trend from the previous year, in which Christians around the world endured horrific acts of persecution, including imprisonment and beheadings. The article also reported that, quote, while the situation is most dire in the Middle East, Christianity is under assault in Africa and Asia too, according to an Aid to the Church in Need study of incidents in 2015. It cited persecution at the hands of Islamist terror groups such as Boko Haram in Nigeria and other extremists in Sudan, Kenya, Tanzania, and other parts of the continent. And from a study that Pew released in 2018, for the past more than decade, Christians have been the religious group harassed in the most countries. In 2016, Christians were harassed in 144 countries, and Muslims came in second, being harassed in 142 countries. 
Of course, I offer my deepest condolences to the victims and families affected by the Sri Lankan attacks. But what I need you all to understand is that that kind of thing happens way too often. And I think the reason why in the West we don't talk about this problem more, the persecution and in some cases, yes, genocide of Christians, is because there are a growing number of people who are frankly anti-Christian and who refuse to see Christians as victims ever, even when they're being explicitly targeted. And to be clear, I'm not saying that the West in general is anti-Christian since a majority of Westerners are themselves at least nominally Christian, for now, at any rate. What I'm instead saying is that there is a group who, as you may have guessed, is especially vocal and prominent among the progressive left who despises Christianity and believes that Christians deserve no sympathy. And to anyone thinking, okay, you're crazy, maybe Christians are being persecuted in places like Africa and the Middle East, but nobody is marginalizing Christians in the West, that's ridiculous. I invite you to look at the difference between how left-wing media figures and politicians have reacted to the attacks on Christians in Sri Lanka compared to the attacks on other groups. Let's take Hillary Clinton, for example. After the disgusting attack on the Pulse nightclub in 2016, Hillary's statement read, I join Americans in praying for the victims of the attack in Orlando. This was an act of terror. This was also an act of hate. To the LGBT community, please know that you have millions of allies across our country. I am one of them. And her statement after the recent and also tragic New Zealand mosque shooting. Quote, my heart breaks for New Zealand and the global Muslim community. We must continue to fight the perpetuation and normalization of Islamophobia and racism in all its forms. White supremacist terrorists must be condemned by leaders everywhere. Their murderous hatred must be stopped. As anyone who watches my videos knows, I am not a fan of Hillary Clinton. But you know what? Even I have got to say, those are pretty decent statements. She showed sympathy and solidarity with the LGBT and Muslim communities after they were targeted in terrorist attacks. Now let's see how those statements compare to her statement about the Sri Lankan attacks. As her statement on Twitter read, quote, On this holy weekend, for many faiths, we must stand united against hatred and violence. I'm praying for everyone affected by today's horrific attacks on Easter worshippers and travelers in Sri Lanka. Huh, something, uh, something seemed to be missing from that statement. Oh, I see, maybe was it the reference to Christians? You know, the people actually being targeted in that attack? I think it might be. A lot of people were quick to point out how despite noting the victimization of the LGBT community and the Muslim community, Hillary Clinton showed no such recognition of the Christian community. I mean, she wrote that this was a holy weekend for many faiths. Um, okay, it's a big deal for Christians and Jews. That's pretty much it. And you know what? I love my Jewish brothers and sisters, no offense to them, but they weren't the ones being targeted here, just like Christians weren't the ones being targeted at the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting. So why mention many faiths and try to be all universal hippy-dippy when it was really just Christians being targeted for their Christianity. And later on in her tweet, she also mentions Easter worshipers, which is another phrase that people are taking issue with. Many are suggesting that that phrase was coined specifically to refer to the people killed without mentioning their, you know, 
Christianity. Referring to Christians as Easter worshippers, you know, just people who happen to be worshipping on Easter, would be like referring to Jews as Hanukkah celebrators. Nobody does that. Not, not a single person would ever do that unless they were trying to very sneakily maneuver political motivations. I don't mean to be snowflakey or conspiracy-minded about this, but if you ask me, it seems like there has been a concerted effort to avoid using the word Christian in connection with these attacks, either because they don't want people to know that Christians are in fact being targeted because of their faith, or because they don't want to give Christians their due oppression points, or heck, maybe both things together. Because Hillary Clinton isn't the only person who used the phrase Easter worshippers in order to avoid saying Christians. Barack Obama, who about the New Zealand attack, tweeted, Michelle and I send our condolences to the people of New Zealand. We grieve with you and the Muslim community. All of us must stand against hatred in all its forms. Wrote about the Sri Lankan attacks, quote, The attacks on tourists and Easter worshippers in Sri Lanka are an attack on humanity. On a day devoted to love, redemption, and renewal, we pray for the victims and stand with the people of Sri Lanka. Don't get me wrong, I appreciate the rest of that statement. I really do. But at the end of the day, who are you praying to? Are you praying to Easter? Is that why you use the phrase Easter worshippers? Because you think Christians worship Easter or, or pray to Easter? Is that what you as a self-professed Christian believe? I mean, it wouldn't be the most outlandish thing that a follower and supporter of Jeremiah Wright could believe, but it's still not accurate. And from presidential hopeful Castro, we also see the same phrase, Easter worshippers. It appeared on an ABC News headline as well. Not only are Christians all over the planet being killed for their beliefs, but in the West, we refuse to talk about it most of the time. And when we do draw attention to an attack, some people can't even admit that yes, it is Christians who are being attacked because they're Christians. And don't forget, the attacks in Sri Lanka come not long after the fire at the Notre Dame Cathedral, where way too many people were either celebrating or apathetic to the fact that a huge part of Christian history and a monument to the Christian faith had been partially destroyed. And look, I'm not asking for Christian supremacy here, or like the establishment of a Christian theocracy, okay? That's next week's video. Joking, alright? Just kidding around. If you want that kind of thing, you can go over to Matt Walsh's videos. Also joking, goodness guys. But why is it that some people have such a hate on for Christianity? And I'm not talking about the militant fedora-tipping atheists here because at least they hate all religions equally. I'm talking about the people who will defend and advocate for Islam but who paradoxically also believe that Christianity is the worst thing ever. What's up with that? Well, in my opinion, that rationale exists because these people subscribe to intersectionality. And ultimately, intersectionality is an ignorant and intolerant ideology. Intersectionality is about, essentially, the war between oppressor and oppressed, and trying to get to the bottom of who exactly is the most oppressed group out there. Who's more oppressed, a gay trans black man or a disabled Muslim woman? That's the kind of thing that intersectionality is here to answer, or try to answer. So when it comes to Christianity, which is the most common religion in the United States and the rest of the Western world, intersectionality advocates are almost incapable of seeing Christians as victims ever since in their minds they should be taking on the oppressor role. Among some parts of the progressive left, Christianity has almost become synonymous with whiteness and European colonialism, and you know how much they hate that. And I know what you may be thinking here. Isn't Christianity like the other Abrahamic religions, Judaism and Islam, Middle Eastern in origin, not European? Yes. And worldwide today, aren't many Christians, if not most of them, not even white? Yes. 
and even in the U.S. specifically, aren't black people and Hispanic people more likely to identify as Christians than white people? Yes, and that's what I mean about intersectionality being ignorant, especially about the issue of Christianity. So many progressives see Christianity as this white people religion when it's not now, nor has it ever been. And there are also other reasons why the far left doesn't like Christianity. I mean, conservatives tend to like it, and of course, the far left has to hate anything that conservatives like. Not to mention that Christianity also looks down on degeneracy, which the far left tends to love, but that's a conversation for another time. So what do you guys think about this? Why don't we talk about the persecutions of Christians more often? And why is it that some progressives will attack Christianity while simultaneously defending Islam? As always, I would love to know your thoughts, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.